And so our purpose for being here is because of what God has been giving me, which is called Iron Sharpeneth Iron. So I want to talk to you just for uh, a few minutes about our um, topic for this afternoon or this evening for you uh, in Los Angeles. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and so I believe I am still in the afternoon. You all are in the late evening. So we're not going to belabor um, the session on this evening, but we are going to uh, give you what God has given to us. Thank you once again for all of you that have joined us. Um, I often tell people that when, whenever God is getting ready to do something, you have to have a spirit of expectation. And I don't know about you, but I feel an expectation. There is an anticipation. God's getting ready to do something and he's getting ready to do something great. I believe he's going to use us in these last days. And so as we are, we're talking about iron sharpeneth iron, I'm going to um, see if I can uh, put this on the screen for you here and uh, possibly share my screen with you. Um, we're going to talk about iron sharpens iron. It'll be taken from Proverbs 27:17. When you get a moment, you can um, study that because that particular scripture is so powerful. It says, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. In other words, that we are helpers one of another, if you please. Um, that that God is doing with us, we can't, no man is an island. We can't do this by ourselves. We need help. And so what God has for us um, in these last days is a great and mighty move of God. I'm sorry, just one second. Uh, okay. And um, so iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. To sharpen is to improve and to develop one another. Uh, it is to help you become a better you. That's my doctor. When we sharpen each other, sometimes it may happen through a bit of friction and sparks. A little uncomfortableness may occur. But we shouldn't be afraid of such and expect that true sharpening can happen without the occasion, without the occasional use of friction. In other words, you don't have to receive anything bad in order for you to be sharpened. Uh, it can be electrifying, which is a positive thing in the spirit realm. If you're electrified, if you're excited about um, someone giving you what I call a, a co constructive co criticism, the friend persists and does not shy away from critical constructive criticism. In other words, um, there is a more excellent way of doing what we do. Our study on tonight is very, it's a very serious topic matter. And we're talking about iron sharpeneth iron. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to try my best not to preach to you, but just to teach you, just to teach and to inspire you on the word of God. But you forgive me if I, if I run overboard, but uh, I'm excited about sharing with you the concept of iron sharpens iron. 
In Genesis, the fourth chapter, verse number nine, it reads on this wise. Uh, we're talking about Cain and Abel. And they were our examples of, of brotherly love, so to speak. Uh, the Bible says, um, and the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? We have often heard about um, this concept of, um, am I my brother's keeper? But have you ever thought that these two brothers had two sharp skills? One was a pastor and one was a deacon. The Bible says that Abel, he was the keeper of sheep. That's Genesis 4, verse 2 through 11. Many of us know the story. At this level, you ought to know the story. We are ministers. We're leaders. We should know the story. If you don't know the story, the scripture uh, you should study is Genesis 4, 2 through 11. But those of us that know these brothers, let me bring you a little bit closer so that you can, you can really understand the heartbeat of both of these brethren. We're talking about iron sharpeneth iron. Am I my brother's keeper? Abel, he was, the Bible says, a keeper of sheep. He was a pastor. But Cain, he was a tiller of the ground. In other words, he kept the grounds, uh, such as the, the closest I could find would be a deacon that would be the tiller of the ground in the temple, around the temple. And so the Bible says that Cain, being a tiller of the ground, he brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. But um, Cain and his offering, God did not respect his offering. Therefore, Cain was very wrought. He was angry and his countenance fell. The Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wrought? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. The Bible says, Cain talked to Abel, his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain was rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel, thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, and God said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Are you still asking the question, am I my brother's keeper? We're talking about iron sharpening iron. Let's look at the other brother, the other brother, Abel. There wasn't much that God said about him. God said in his word that he was a keeper of the sheep. And he also brought up, because he was keeper of the sheep, he was very careful how he handled the sheep. And the Bible says that he brought of the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. That sounds like a tithe to me. That sounds like a prepared offering. And the Bible says that the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. That's all, that's the only account that we have in the Bible concerning, uh, concerning uh, uh, Abel. 
But I want to talk, I want to talk, I want to talk about Kenny. Because in our, um, let me share here. And you forgive me. I hope you all are, are being blessed so far. Uh, we are using this here as our demonstration of iron sharpens iron. One is a blade, a sharpener, and the other is a knife. And when you put the two together, they, that blade can sharpen, which is the sharpener, it can sharpen that iron. And sometimes when the blade is running up against each other, it, 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 it gets hot. It, 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 some particles might come off of it, and, and, and there may be friction. But what I'm here to show you today is that in iron sharpening iron, we're looking at, at God and, and how God is, is concerned about us sharpening each other. This is why he's calling an apprenticeship. In these last days, we're going to need each other. We're going to need covenant relationship. We're going to need um, to be able to show each other how do you do what you do. And just because um, you might be one of the best singers, it doesn't mean that you are so good at singing that you can't teach me who don't know how to sing, uh, uh, how to offer the Lord a melody. Um, and this is what happened with Abel and, and with Cain and Abel. And uh, one thing in particular that I'd like to bring to your attention is that God had a, a purpose in mind. God had a purpose in mind uh, when it comes to iron sharpeneth iron. Let's talk about Cain. Am I my brother's keeper? Abel, a, a keeper of the sheep but Cain a tiller of the ground. In other words, you have a pastor that's leading a flock and you have a, a, a brother, a deacon, that is uh, keeping the ground, so to speak. Why, well, you bought me one? One so is not bigger one. than the other. Where's the other one in the fridge? One is not well, bigger than the other. But uh, they are both brothers. They're both of the same family, but two different giftings. Abel specialized in keeping his sheep. But Cain, he was a tiller of the ground. He made sure that the grounds uh, were perfected. And Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. But unto Cain and his offering, God did not have respect. Let's see, why did God not respect his offering? Um, let's see, why did not... Um, why, why did Cain get very angry and his countenance fell? The Bible says that the Lord talked to Cain and he told him why. He says, why are you angry? He says, and why is your countenance falling? If you do well, if you do well. So evidently Cain did not do well. He didn't give his best fruit of the ground. Um, and God knowing all things. He knows when we're just putting something together and just throwing it together and saying, oh, I'm going to run out and I'm going to teach Bible study, but I'm not going to study before I get out there. The, the Holy Ghost will bring all things back to my remembrance. And I'm just going to throw out this, this quick Bible study so I can hurry up and go back home and finish eating. You cannot serve the people of God any kind of way. You have to prepare. There's always been a pattern in the Bible 
where you have to prepare before you come into the presence of the Lord. And so here we have Cain and God is talking. God is in dialogue with Cain. And he says, if you do well, won't you be accepted? Shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. In other words, the offering that you bring before the Lord, God is judging it. And he's, he's, he's judging your, your ministry, your, your, your call to the kingdom for such a time as this. Uh, because we live in this world and it's full of protocols, ecclesiastical protocols at that, that we, they, they conf confer titles upon us. I'm called to be an evangelist. They call me an evangelist. You are a minister. They call you a minister. They call you a pastor. Whatever your title is. But you have to not only be called an evangelist, you have to do the work of an evangelist. Uh, you have to... You have to work the works of him that sent you while it is day. The night cometh, no man can work. If you don't perfect your skills, if you do not uh, honor the skill, honor the gift that God is giving you, then you may not be, you, you may be disqualified. And according to the word of the Lord tonight, I'm submitting to you that I believe Cain was disqualified. His offering was disqualified because God knew his heart. If thou doest well, this is what God is saying. Why are you angry? You have no, no business being angry. Your countenance ought not to be fallen. You know you didn't do well. And oftentimes we know when we're not doing well, we're not giving God 100%. And if you're not giving God 100%, you should not be expecting anything. But here was Cain. He was ex expecting to have the same blessing as his brother Abel, um, who offered of the fruit of the ground, uh, uh, his first fruit to the Lord. Um, and, and it just wasn't going to happen. So here is where iron is sharpening iron. And here is where um, things shift and they switch. Okay, take note of this. Cain, after God told him what the problem was, Cain is trying to get it right. He's trying to walk up circumspectly before the Lord. He's trying to go back. Well, there must be a more excellent way. Somebody must tell me how to do it. So the Bible says he went to his brother Abel. When he went to his brother Abel, he says, the Bible says, Cain talked with Abel, his brother. He talked to him. No doubt he told Abel, my God, I, I, God spoke to me and God told me that if I do well, I will be accepted. Can you help me do well? <clears throat> and the Bible says it came to pass when, when they were in the field. That means when Abel, who was a keeper of the sheep, and Cain, who was a tiller of the ground, they were both in the same field. They were both here for the same cause, just like you and I. You may have a different title than me. You are of a di different gender, of course, because I'm a woman and you are a man. 
uh, there are differences in the body of Christ, but we still have the same goals, the same visions. Uh, hopefully we do. We're winning the world for the Lord Jesus Christ. We are all witnesses of Jesus Christ. We are all his workmen uh, in Christ Jesus. So now here we are, and I'm having a problem with this scenario here. My mind was in the air. The atmosphere is set. Cain has talked with his brother Abel, and Abel knows his brother's problem. But I have somewhat against Abel because the Bible says that it came to pass when they were in the field, they were there together, they were talking together, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Have you ever thought, why would he slew, slew? why would he kill his brother? Already tell all me his brother was trying to do was to learn how to do it a more excellent so way. I can listen to it when you are going. If you are tired, you want to sleep. And, 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 and so here we are here. We are thinking, let's take a similar moment. Let's pause. Let's think about what's happening here. They are in the field, they are working together. We are workers together with Christ Jesus. They're working for the same cause to bring an offering for the Lord. But Abel's lot is to prepare the sheep for the Lord. Uh, the fruit of the ground was his, his, his uh, uh, Cain's obligation was to prepare the fruit of the ground for the Lord. And so now they're in the field and Cain has talked to his brother and told his brother the displeasure that God has with him and how that he would like to do it the way he does it. And I would like to submit to you that Cain asked his brother, can you help me? Can you show me? How can I make a respectful offering to the Lord? And the Bible says Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Why would you do that? The only thing that would make sense to me in my intellect, uh, why Cain would rise up against Abel, his brother, was only because Abel would not tell him how to do it. With Abel, who knew how to uh, offer up to God a worthy offering, and Cain was begging him, please tell me how to do what you're doing so that I can also be like you, acceptable. My offering can be acceptable unto the Lord. Whoever did me, Abel must have said, it took me a long time to get all this knowledge that I have. I'm not going to give it to you. You got to figure it out yourself. Whatever Abel said to his brother, he made him so angry that I can only imagine that whatever he had in his hand, whatever, whatever farming tool he had in his hand to till the ground, he must have took that and just struck his brother and it killed him. This is where we are today with iron sharpeneth iron. Are you your brother's keeper? Was, was Abel supposed to tell Cain how to do it a more excellent way? I think he was. 
And then the Lord said unto Cain, where is Abel, thy brother? And Cain said to the Lord, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? I believe he told the Lord, I know not, because Abel didn't act like a brother to him. And many times, as we're working in ministry, the very one that should help you refuses to help. The one that you know that can give you a, a good tip on how to do it a more excellent way walks the other way, muzzles themselves, and says, I paid money at a seminar. I learned how to do it. You go to Bible school by yourself, for yourself. Because I have all of my information. I signed up for the apprenticeship course. Is that being a brother's keeper? There could have been other extenuating circumstances, just like what Cain had. Cain thought he, his offering would have been acceptable. He had no idea that his offering was not acceptable. And, and, and when he found out that it was not acceptable, he comes to his Where brother did you and go? asks for help. Buy the water down there. He asks the network was still coming. Where was it? And when he asks for help, oh my <laughs> God, his brother would not help him. But God had to judge him. And God said, where is your brother? In other words, you should have kept up with your brother. No matter how angry he got with you, you should have been persistent with your brother. That's the iron sharpened the iron. Even though he's telling you, no, I'm not going to tell you. You go ask daddy yourself whether or not uh, he'll teach you how to till the land, just like he taught me how to be keeper of the sheep. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know what type of argument they had. But Cain was not persistent enough. Cain was not diligent enough to work with his brother and we as apprentices, we as those that are learning from each other, no matter if we have personality conflicts, we still have to be diligent. I have to be diligent. If I'm having a conflict with Pastor Frank or Dr. Mike or Pastor Ebenezer, I got to keep rubbing up against them, making them mad. I know I'm a woman, but listen, I know what the word says. He says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Sons and daughters shall prophesy. Okay, so we got that out the way. We don't have a problem with women speaking because you're speaking as oracles of God. We are workers together with Christ Jesus. We are on the same page. I want to work with my pastors. Why? Because this is how we're going to build the kingdom of God. We won't build the kingdom of God if we're fussing, if we're fighting. But if we are having differences of opinions, if we are giving each other a uh, uh, positive criticism, which means that, okay, evangelist, I know it was your turn to do the impact. Uh, and basically, that's what Pastor uh, Frank has already alluded to. He's saying, you did the impact this time, so next time we're going to do the impact. Okay, well, let's talk about it. That wasn't the original plan, though. As no use of me getting upset about it. There, let's, come on, let's reason together. Let's figure out what are we going to do next time. 
Who has a word from the Lord? I don't have all the word from the Lord, but I want to share with my brothers. I want my brothers to share with me. I can't keep doing all the talking and all the work. Where's my arm being sharpened? It won't be sharpened if I talk to myself. It has to be sharpened with my brothers. This is why we are dialoguing. This is why we've called you together. It's so that we can all understand the method to this. And what is God saying? We can definitely, we definitely need to embrace the brotherhood. If a brother seems to walk along, sharpen his iron by godly communication. Walk together in mutual concern for each other's infirmities, trials, and temptations. I pray that you all have been blessed by this impact session, Iron Sharpen Iron. I'm here to tell you, you are your brother's keeper. We are our brother's keeper, and we must sharpen each other's iron. God bless you. God bless you too. Amen. God bless you too. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you too. God bless you. Thank bless you so much for your attention. God bless you. God bless you too. We have we have one other side note before we start taking questions because I know you all have a lot to say and that we have time for the dialogue. Uh, Pastor Mike, are we able to show a video right now? There's a video, and as soon as you can put it up, Mike, that would be great. Um, there is a video I'd like to show you that demonstrates this Cain and Abel situation. And it is something that was out on Facebook. And there's two little boys. They, they are, are, you know how we, well, I don't know, in America, what we did when we were little, after church, we would come home and we would play church. We would, one would be the preacher, one would be the usher, and 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 all. Um, Pastor Mike, let me know when you're ready. And so I'm setting up the scenario for what we're about to see. And what happens is these two little boys, I don't know, they could be like maybe 10 and 11. They have on their priestly garb, if you please, that they're practicing. Evidently, they're of the Catholic persuasion because they are practicing uh, how to serve the communion. And they are there uh, with the table, and they are sitting there. Um, Pastor Mike, are you able to get that? Um, see whether I can bring it out. Um. Let me see. Um. I don't know if you all can see this right here. Uh, this is on Facebook. Yes. Okay. And this is the scenario, but uh, it's a video, and I'm not sure if you'll be able to see it. Are you able to see the video? Can you see it? Ah. You play showing here, and we don't know. Is anybody able to see the video, Pastor Frank? No, I'm not here. I'm no, not, I can't see. I can't see. Not at all. We can't see. I think it's 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 uh a browser is not working. Okay, what we'll do is we'll send it to you because it's something I want you to see. 
it's two little boys who are practicing doing the communion. And one, the older brother, he has his, his chalice in his hand and he's ready to serve and he's demonstrating this is how you do it. And, and the, so the oldest boy is, the youngest boy is standing on, on the side and he has his chalice in his hand and he's ready to serve and he's been practicing uh, <laughs> for when it's his turn. But the older brother is taking over the video and the older bro brother is, is trying to uh, say, okay, and this is what you do at next. Well, it wasn't his turn. It was the little boy's turn, but he wouldn't let him take his turn. So the little boy is saying, no, it's my turn. And he says, and the, the older brother is trying to tell him, no, it's not your turn. You don't know what you're doing. The little boy starts screaming. He's agitated. And he says, he says, he says, no. And the mother says, you both have a chalice. What's the problem? And he says, he, I know how to read. And he says, he thinks I'm, I'm, I'm the deacon. I'm not the deacon, I'm the priest. And it's so funny, it's hilarious. It really is hilarious. But there's a principle in it. The older boy is thinking that the younger boy does not know how to serve and so he's going to take it over, even though they were both supposed to be in the commercial. And the little boy, though he was little, he had practiced his lines and he had knew what he was supposed to do and he had read it. But then when it was his turn and he was ready for it, his older brother said, no, I'm going to do it. I'm taking it over. And many times we experience that in church. We are ready to do what we are called to do. Uh, Pastor Frank, uh, yeah. he was ready today to give the orientation. But actually, Pastor Frank, you were on just to do um, understanding the apprenticeship. But you start talking over Pastor Mike, who was supposed to be doing the orientation that you read. No problem. We're just doing a demonstration right now. We're sharp iron sharpening iron. Pastor Mike, he didn't, no, he didn't over, jump in and he didn't say, no, that's my turn. It's my, what I'm supposed to do. We both let you do it. Why? Because you were doing it in such an excellent way. Your iron, we were sharpening your iron, putting you on the stage, allowing you to be on the stage. Why? Because you had perfected, you had prepared your sacrifice before the Lord. I hope you're getting the principle. The principle is this, is that when God teaches you and trains you and tells you what to do, be bold in what he's told you to do, not confrontational, but just bold and adamant. And even though someone else wants to take your spot, never give up yeah, your yeah. spot, never give up your call, never give up who you are in God. Do everything that God has called you to do. This is the purpose of us teaching you today about iron sharpening iron. Now you tell me, did you get that principle? Yes. <laughs> Pastor Frank, let's hear. No, Pastor Pastor Mike, you have the summary for this. Oh, my God. Uh, let's hear for yes. that. The Lord. The Lord. 
Hello. It's wonderful. That is very it's wonderful from the woman of God. Evangelist um Mirku, please mute your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. audio. Ah. Ah. Pastor Mike, you have to unmute your call. Pastor Mike? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Hear me, Evangelist Shandor? Yes, sir. Go during ahead. The present, during the present, we were hearing uh, Michael Miracle on the background, and uh, I wanted to raise my hand for you to mute uh, his audio, uh, probably unintentionally. He was not aware. Uh, okay. We thank God for today. Of the Lord presentation, moderation in London. Uh, God bless you, woman of God. Amen. It's a thank great work that has been done tonight. And I'm so excited today after the lunch and the first course of the Sohim apprenticeship. Iron sharpens iron. And the great woman of God, an international evangelist, you've really digested and shared a great impact, the first session, to all of us. We can sharpen one another, each other, many others, if we try to be our brother's keeper. That is all the summary and the presentation was about. And I repeat, we can sharpen one another, each other, and many others, if we strive to be our brother's keeper. You cannot do it all. For one will be good in one talent. Another will be good in three talents. Others will be good in fivefold ministry. Let us not live in an island of isolation, but push to come together to sharpen each other. You cannot be a king. You got to be unable. Who is able? You have to be an able. Who is able? to see what requires them. So give your best and do it in a more excellent way, the way the Lord wants it. When we, I look at this gathering this evening, COVID-19 has exposed us to a number of things which we could be done without physical presence, whether we meet physically or we don't meet. And then to hold each other. 
We can do it online. We are doing it today so that we do it better in ministry. Have it an excellent way of doing it better for the Lord. Tonight, we've learned another important thing as the woman of God impacted on to us. If you are in you should always serve pastor. And you can contribute your quota whilst the pastor does his part. We have learned tonight that as people of God, we got only just leaders, but good leaders who can impart unto us. And if we Okay, uh, looks like he got cut off. He should dial back in shortly. Uh, Pastor Frank, uh, let's hear uh, your response. You have to unmute. There is Pastor Mike. Can you hear us? Yes, sir. God bless you. In saying is that if your senses and understanding or skills happen, you become better at noticing things and thinking and doing something right. If you an object very thin, it's appointed. And so get around leaders, good leaders, and watch yourself grow from today, from one level to the another. As we all come together, holding each one's hand to do ministry in a more excellent way, than we even we have done it before for many years. Madam moderator, we are grateful for today, for what to us. Let us know that we need to be each this. I your brothers. Amen. 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 Can we now hear from uh, District Elder Ebenezer? Let, let us hear how you were in PAC today. 
You have to take it off mute. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Can you hear us? Unmute your audio. Here he is. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Mama was telling me that uh, the host does not allow participants to unmute. <laughs> <laughs> praise the Lord. We're going to get it. We'll get it right. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I am so grateful unto the Lord for such a wonderful luncheon. Uh, I see that uh, this is the luncheon. And then we have more uh, greater works to reach every participant in the coming week. And it's my prayer that every participant will prepare himself or herself to receive such a wonderful, to receive such wonderful teachings. And I believe uh, after this uh, uh, wonderful uh, uh, training, our levels shall change. We shall move from one level to uh, higher levels in the name of Jesus. I encourage every uh, participant uh, to stay very strong because what we have even received in this luncheon is so great that we help one another grow to the glory of God. May the Lord bless you, uh, uh, Evangelist Shanda, and uh, pray for you that the Lord will continue to strengthen you, Amen. yes, uh, to, uh, to push this uh, training forward in Jesus' name. God bless you so much, and God bless everybody who is hearing this uh, luncheon today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And before people start Amen. leaving, let us let us do questions and answers. Who who has questions for us? Um, let's, uh, Pastor Mike. How you, how do you take everybody off of mute? I'm not sure how to do that. Um, I'll, I'll just take I'll, I'll I'll take everybody off mute. Yeah. Uh, let's um, those connected out from here unmute them. Those in here from microphone. Okay. Evangelist Benjamin. So on me. Evangelist. God bless, bless you. you too. Please bless tell us how, how were you in PAC? Do you have any questions? Uh, uh, just a contribution. And uh, I really thank you very much for this opportunity because uh, we are looking forward to have such. Uh, a wonderful teachings like this. So what I'll say is I'm, I'm well prepared for this teaching and I'll do everything possible to make time for this to, to the end. Well, I really appreciate this. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you so much for being a part of us. Uh, we will definitely like to hear more from you um, in, in the coming weeks, as District Elder Ebenezer said. Uh, sure, Pastor sure. Obedience, what about you? What has God done for you to, on tonight? Um, I think I have uh, unmuted. Okay. God bless Praise you. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Man. Uh, it's been so powerful yeah, this evening, and God richly bless you for such a powerful teachings. Um, I've been impacted so well, and uh, I've come to understand that um, whatever God has blessed me with, I need to share with others. Uh, in order to expand the kingdom of God, uh, I need to be there for my brother so yes. that together we can uh, uh, expand the kingdom of God. We can, we can win more souls uh, for, for our Lord Jesus Christ because I cannot do it alone. Amen. Uh, so I'm really impacted. God, God bless you so much. Amen. In Jesus Thank you so name. Much. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. So glad that you're a part as well. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor Mike, you take it over from here. Um, and let's see if we have any questions, please. Is he on? Oh, he's on mute. Uh, Pastor, Pastor Frank, would you like to speak now? Uh, God bless you. Amen. Uh, like I said earlier on, it has been a, a great pleasure and opportunity for me to partake in this, uh, in this orientation uh, session. Uh, I just want to say just one thing, that God has been very, very... Um, and it's been very, very inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I feel if, if the first day is like this, mm -hmm. uh, now one wonders uh, what the next week holds for everybody. Praise so God. I just pray that we are just set. Everybody is set to take off. Yes. And uh, it's take off time. So we are taking off. Just tell just hold on to yourself because. The team is taking off. So we pray that by the time we meet next week, everybody will come with his own iron to sharpen another bread. So may God bless you. Amen. God bless Amen. You. Amen. Powerful words. Powerful. Powerful. Um, Amen. God bless you. Yes. Pastor. Minister, Minister, Pastor Mike, I'm not, I'm, I'm not hearing you. Praise the Lord, can you hear me? Yes. I said that I can see that echo. Amen. God bless you, sir. I'm here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much. Um, tonight has been a special night. It has been powerful throughout the entire session. I have really, really been blessed regarding this particular teaching. And I 
have taken it upon myself that from today, I don't see my ministry in a selfish perspective, but rather to open up and encourage everybody around me to build up a relationship or, let me say, brotherhood in mm -hmm. building up the kingdom of God. So it is not about being selfish about my gifting or whatever I know how to do best. It is important that I sharpen whoever, whoever I find around me so that together we can build and uplift the kingdom of God. Absolutely. So it has been such a blessing. And thank you so much. God bless you so much, Evangelist. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of us. Thank you so much. Um, Pastor Mike, who else do we have online? Angelus Mreku wants to. Yes. God bless you. Were you in PAC tonight? Can you tell us how you were in PAC tonight? I'm not seeing I'm not seeing who this is. Pastor Mike, you are muted. Let me let me try to unmute you again. Pastor Mike. Praise, Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Yeah, Pastor Frank, Pastor Frank is no more online. Okay. This uh, Frank had wanted to give him an opportunity to agree, but he's not online. Now, uh, uh, Elder Prophet Samuel says he has a question uh, yes. for yes. the Sohim team. We are the question Pastor um, Elder Prophet Samuel. Uh, tell him to stand up or come closer to the camera so we can see. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Okay. I want to thank God once again for such a program. It's nice hearing your voice once again. God bless you. Thank you. I want to ask this question. Are you in the back? Okay, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. Is anybody hearing him? Hello. Yes, I'm not no. hearing. Uh, Frank, from France, did you hear the question? I didn't get a question. I didn't get that. What was his question? The well, question it was breaking. He's asking that as represents in the Bible. What that Bible. It, it's not coming it's straight clear, up on. Yeah. Hello. He's 
represents in the Bible. That's how you stand for in the Bible. Prophet Samuel, I'm not hearing you at all. No, I am only repeating his question. Can you hear me? Uh, okay, what was so it? Say it again, what does Zion stand for in the Bible? What does Zion stand for in the Can Bible? You hear us? The, I, 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 yes, I understand Zion. the question. Uh, he said, What yeah. does Zion stand for in the Bible? So let, let me just give a brief answer to that question. Uh, the iron used here in this context, it is just for an explanatory purpose. It is just to give you an example that if you bring two ions together, it will sharpen itself. So the aim was not talking about iron itself or what iron represents in the Bible. So it was just an illustration that we had this term and this topic that iron sharpens iron. We know that practically in Africa or anywhere, if you take up two ions, which are utils, and you strike them against themselves, that's what we see on the screen, it will sharpen itself. That is what we are trying to bring out. It is not the iron itself. It is how we are going to sharpen ourselves. So we are, we are the center of this, uh, of this affair, not the iron itself. So we are just like iron that sharpens iron. So it is not what iron represents in the Bible that we are talking about here. It is just an example that the way iron sharpens iron, that is the way a brother should sharpen the countenance of his brother. So we should be in the contest and try to follow the teaching so that we don't do where. May God bless you. Amen. 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 Um. Uh, Is there... I think I have a question here. Yes, please. We have a question here, Pastor Mike. Yes, sir. Wait. Hello, praise the Lord. Yes, praise Hello. the Lord. Yeah, I have a question here. Yes. Uh, uh, my question is, you spoke about... Uh, uh, assuming Cain was using a tooth which he was supposed to use to farm to kill his brother. And it was a very powerful message that touches me that so God has given us a tooth to work with, to help one another or to farm. Using the same tooth. Hello? Hello? Yes, go ahead. We and we are using Conge the same. It seems we are using the same tools to 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 hurt each other. Uh, what can you you say about it, or what can you highlight it? How we can help ourselves to use the tools God has given us to help each other instead of using the same tools to 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 kill one another or to hurt one another. Uh, yes, I hope sir. My question is clear. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, everybody does not have the same tools. Everybody doesn't have the same tools to use. Um, what, what tool you have to use to sharpen me, I have a different tool. Um, oh, 
you, if, you, if you notice on the diagram here, one is a knife and one is a, a, like a, I don't know what that's called, like a blade or something. It's a sharpener. Mm -hmm. But the knife has mm -hmm. different function. But they, yes. they both are sharpeners when you really look at it. One can sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. my gift, and, and, and there again, Abel, who was tilling, the, uh, keeping the sheep, he probably had a rod in his hand, a shepherd's rod. Yes. And, yes. And, and Cain could have had a rake or a hole, you know, to, to till the ground. And exactly. with force, he just rose up. He was angry and he just hit him. That's just me. I'm just saying that. That's not in the Bible. But per adventure, yes. that's how he killed him. Or you exactly. have to say yes. that he killed him with his bare hands. I don't think he killed them with his bare hands because they were in the field. If they were in the field, that means they were working together. So it's yeah. a possibility that Abel was going to help him or trying to help him. But you know how we are when we're trying to help each other. I can be trying to help you uh, to put the cap on the pen. And you're telling me, no, it don't go on that end. It goes on this end. And you could be fighting over the pen, not about what you're supposed to write. But they, and they were brothers, headstrong brothers. Look who they came from. Who was their mama and their daddy? Cain and Abel were the children of Adam and Eve. Strong-willed, both of them bullheaded, not going to give in. But who had the greatest weapon in their hand and didn't even know it? Cain. Yes. Even though yes. Abel's sacrifice was accepted, you could do more with, with uh, Cain's tool than you could with Abel's. I don't know if Pastor Frank or anybody else has something to add to that, but that's my take on that. That's what you call progressive revelation. That means that when you read the scripture over and over again, your imagination takes you back there, takes you there in the field. And you're trying to figure out, how did he raise up and kill his brother? Oh, did he hit him? Did he sock him? You know, here in America, we just learned that man, all he has to do is put his knee on the neck of another man and he's out of breath <laughs> and then he's dead. You know, so you could use your bare hands, but um, the Bible is such a mystery. It <laughs> is the mystery of God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope that that helped a little bit. <laughs> I hope that sharpened up something. Yeah, yeah. Or at least gave Ever you a, an opportunity to think. Ever kill me. Think. Yeah. Okay, Pastor Mike, was there anyone else in the room? Pastor Yawson? Um, who else is back there? Um, Pastor Mike? You are on mute still. I'm not sure. Pastor Mike? Yes, yes, I'm hearing you now. Hi. Yes, I was looking at what I'm saying during my. And I think I said, uh, 
you cannot do it all. One will be good in one talent. Another will be good in three talent. Mm -hmm. Another will be good in five minutes or four. You use it. You just got to use it for the kingdom. You don't use uh, the tools, the gifts that the Lord has given you against the kingdom. You just have to use it for the kingdom. And uh, when uh, the was traveling and he gave talents and gifts to them, mm -hmm. on the basis of their strength, he gave one to one. He gave another three, he gave another five. Yes. And they would use them and, and be profitable. But the one who went hiding, the little that he has was even taken up from him. Yes. And so for every thing that we have, we have to use it for the kingdom. We have to make sure the kingdom multiplies. We have to make sure the kingdom grows. We have to make sure, like we are doing today, find a way to do things in a more exciting way instead of fighting against the kingdom. Right. Right. God bless you. Very well said. Very well said. Is there anyone else that have a question there with you, Pastor Mike? Any of the other pastors have questions or comments? Anyone has a question? Yeah, uh, Pastor Eric said he has a question. Yes, Pastor Eric. Okay, God bless you, Mother. Amen, I'm glad I'm to sorry. see you. Stand up, I can't see you, where are you? Please, uh, you know, that I realized Abel and Cain. Abel knew how to do the thing, and he did it very well, giving a good sacrifice. Cain didn't know how to do it. Instead of him to go to Abel and then ask, how did you get this thing done? He rather developed hatred by killing his brother. Do we see we the learners, those of us learning, we don't know how to do it. Instead of us to go and ask so that we'll be taught, we rather sit down and then uh, develop a hatred for our masters. Do we put it that way or we have to go and ask? What if we go and the masters also didn't teach us? What must we do? Thank you. Amen. I think you answered your own okay. question. I think you answered your own question. Um, we definitely need to. We definitely need to ask. Not be afraid to ask, and and not be so prideful that you know it doesn't weaken you just because I ask my brother how to do something. Uh, Pastor Eric, I can ask you, how do you get across the street, and it takes nothing away from me just because I'm asking you for directions. But sometimes people, their misconception of their brother is what causes them not to want to ask. Because if, and that's what helps us to be a better you. If you, we're both listening and on this, on this apprenticeship, that's one of the arts. And, and, and I believe it's, it's, um, 
is Junior, is Ebenezer Junior. <laughs> he's a good listener and, and, and he's sitting and he's listening. You have to practice your listening skills and take in what God has for you and not get arrogant because maybe you don't like my personality. You don't have to like my personality. It's not about me. It's about what God is saying to us. So all of that pride, all of the, that's all of that is in the flesh. But if we stay in the spirit, then we'll have good camaraderie with each other. We'll be able to harmonize and we'll be able to get along better and you won't be intimidated you'll be able to go and ask any, any person on the panel, any person that's here listening, any, any of your brothers, you can ask them anything. And we all, after this call, we all sh should say, there's no question that you can't ask it. And if I don't know the answer, we're gonna go ask another one of our brothers to give us the answers. That's a part of the iron sharpness iron. I'm trying to help you become a better you. But I, we can't be intimidated. You can't be intimidated. You can't be, oh, I'm shy. I'm not an upfront person. Yes, you are. God called all of us up to the front. That's why we're here. We're sitting on this platform because we're up front. I'm watching how everyone is sitting there in the sanctuary. <laughs> and because you have to practice social distancing, everybody can't be on the front row. But just because you're not on the front row doesn't mean that you're not as significant as those that are sitting up front. We are all on the same page. We all have the same uh, goal in mind, and that's to hear what is God teaching us tonight. So I believe that we have all learned our lessons tonight, and our lesson being that we are our brother's keeper. I hope I answered that. Pastor Mike? We'll have to do something with this connection um, for the next call because um, I do apologize. Uh, it's, it's one of the greatest challenges. Yes. We're going to. Are there any other going to send ruins? Like, God is going to bless us on that. Amen. Amen. Are there any other questions? Anyone with a question? We've got, I think, uh, it's almost about five minutes. Um, it's now 11, so we can do another thing. So, if one asks a question, he can come up. Or anyone will share something is free to come out to share. Or we do the conclusion and the closing prayer. Okay, District Elder Ebenezer, do you have you have any closing remarks? Gotta get this unmute. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Evangelist Shanda. Yes, sir. Uh, we, are, we are so much blessed. We are so much blessed. And I believe uh, 
if we are going to continue this way, strongly believe uh, we, we, we shall arrive. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we all uh, 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 take our own time. We shouldn't be shy asking questions. We shouldn't be shy contributing. I've, I've, I've always wanted to contribute, but I was on mute. <laughs> you put <laughs> Okay, it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let us move on. Let us move Tough on. Raise up your hand. Everybody doing well. Everybody is doing well, and I encourage everybody to continue the way we are. We are moving. Uh, everybody must be free to contribute. Must be free uh, uh, to uh, answer questions or ask questions. That yeah. will help. We have to share, and that is what we are doing. Amen. May the Lord bless all of us. May the Lord bless all of us. Amen. God bless you so much. God bless you. Thank you. I believe, uh, I believe uh, Pastor Frank, did you have something to say as well? Okay, one second, one second. I don't know what I did, but I'm sorry. I have everybody on mute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think we can go on and on and on and on. Right. I think uh, we can stay on and on. Uh, just the bottom line is uh, it has been a very, very great evening. And yes. an outstanding evening, just like District Ebenezer said, it is not a wasted time and not a wasted effort. At, yes. at one point, I'm meeting more than 15 pastors Amen. in West Africa. And I, I think it's a very, very great step. I believe that I'm going to see them one day face Amen. to face. So well, it's, it's, it's a good step in the right direction. Absolutely. So God bless you. It's, it's, it's a good, it's not a wasted effort. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. And, and hopefully <laughs> each one will tell one person. And if, if everyone on, on the line today will invite one person, then we'll have 30 pastors or 30 ministers, 30 leaders um, that can be on the call as well to get this rich word that we are receiving here. And um, I, I pray that everyone um, will complete the survey. We'll have a survey at the end and I believe it'll be emailed. Um, Pastor Mike will send out correspondence uh, to everyone. Uh, you'll, you'll get a a PowerPoint presentation uh, that indicates the vision so that you can keep that in, uh, in, in your mind, uh, what the vision of the Sohim Apprenticeship is. Uh, Pastor Frank, I believe by demand that um, it will necessitate you putting in print what is the um, necessity of apprenticeship. So we'll need to type that out and get that to the brethren as well. Uh, because there's a lot of things that have been said on uh, today. Uh, of course, we have recorded uh, this Zoom session, so we'll see about um, whether or not we can send that as well. Um, but let us practice what we learn uh, from week to week. On next week, we will um, be graced uh, by God uh, on our second course. 
and the team will get back together and we'll put our heads together again and let our iron sharpen its iron because I know we have a lot more ideals of how we can make our presentation a little bit more uh, in a more excellent way to be a better blessing to you all. So we certainly appreciate all of you that have been diligently staying online with us this late. Um, the intention wasn't to go, uh, looks like we've gone two hours now, uh, but of course with the technology um, and, and the, the infrequency that we have been challenged with, it takes, it prolongs our time. Uh, so we'll work on that. Um, if there are any questions, comments, concerns during the week, you can uh, always go to the website, shondalondon.com. And on that website, you, there's going to be a survey there. We want you to do the survey. Uh, let us know your thoughts, what you thought about the meeting on today. Please, when we do ask you to do things like that, do it for us so it'll help us to um, maintain our um, expertise. What we are doing now, what you're doing now, you're helping us to build a foundation for the Sohim Bible Institute. So we appreciate you all, your time and your efforts. I will turn it over to Pastor Mike uh, so that you can give us our last annou announcements and then um, you can choose one of them to uh, close out in prayer, please. Thank you very much, uh, Evangelist Shanda. We thank God. It's been a wonderful in here in, in Ghana, evening there in France, and afternoon there in Rome. today. There's the name of and what he has done. Yes. His people, we are very grateful unto him. Uh, we thank Pastor Yorson had to call last minute because on his way coming, he had a problem and he had to, to not get here. Mm -hmm. And uh, Minister Asante was, was, was supposed to connect. All of us are going to be around. And so our numbers are going to be more than the 12 that were uh, some came in later and we had to add them. Yes. Uh, what I want to uh, let be aware is that if you follow or uh, attend all the four calls, the four whispers, uh, you're going to of attendance on the apprenticeship. This certificate qualifies you to apply when Swim Bible Institute takes off in 2021. So it's important uh, for us to connect via Evangelist Miracles connecting Marcy. Surprise because I cried this morning, but he got there and was able to connect. Let us together have this wonderful uh, impartation, uh, iron, iron. So that the Lord, we thank everyone for coming. Uh, it has cost an organization, uh, organization that has gone through and 
the most of the people are especially our brothers in in Ghana, uh, we had to give them a discount on the $25, and uh, we are going to come up uh, looking so that it will help this, uh, that we are incurring. Uh, all have been registered, those have been registered, will be registered later by. So that uh, evangelist Shanda, you can have the update online at Shanda uh, London Community. Last, I want to all the uh, leaders of the Sohim Ministry of Print, evangelist, the vision he came up with, and for attention tonight. Uh, uh, it's very late over there in 20 in France, but he's so with us. The Lord bless you, Pastor Frank. Amen. 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 Uh, we thank God. Who continue for each other? And we know and with other brethren coming to join us will be able to learn a more excellent way of this. God bless all of us for coming God. and may the Lord come. Amen. God bless you too. Amen. If you go to the London, forward all the questions and I will send to Shandala online to my mail on my WhatsApp, I will send it to you. God, all of us. I think we will still uh, ask this visa who the opening prayer to close us. If uh, Ashanda has to say before the prayer comes on. And in our prayer, let us remember our guy food, food, able to connect with us because of a family problem. Thank you and God bless. I just wanted to say thank you everyone for coming and joining us tonight. Uh, you have made history and you've allowed us to make history by having the first um, Sohim Ministry Apprenticeship. It's just a taste of what you're about to get. And so we are excited about those of you that travel a far distance just to uh, get uh, to your location where you are now to see us. But um, the others that are tuning in from home, thank you so much. We certainly appreciate it. And like I said, just spread the word and tell, tell people about the apprenticeship. Um, we have several people that are waiting to get in, but we wanted you all to have this exclusive time um, this time. And we'll see what the Lord does in the days to come. Thank you so much, one and all. We certainly appreciate all of your efforts. Continue to keep us in prayer. Uh, thank you. Continue to keep us in prayer. That's one thing we didn't do was use our chat room. 
So <laughs> next time we're going to be fully functioning. I'm not going to put everybody on mute so that we can interact and we can Amen. <laughs> district elders so our iron can sharpen the iron. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go read some instructions and see how Amen. to do this Zoom in a more excellent way. But thank you all so much for everything. Thank you, Dr. Mike, Dr. Um, uh, Ebenezer, and Pastor Frank, my, my brother. Thank you so much for everything. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, District Elder, you can close us out, please. Father, Lord Jesus, we are grateful unto thee. We thank you, my God, for taking us uh, through uh, this meeting. I would thank you for uh, the wonderful, for a wonderful session that you have given us. We, we give you praise and we give you honor this day for what you have done for us. Thank you for the leader, this apprenticeship. Thank you for all the leaders. Thank you for all the participants. Thank you for all the contributions that we have received. Thank you for all the questions that we have received. Thank you for the entire meeting. Thank we you. pray we commit the entire apprenticeship into your hands. Yes, God. The weeks shall be wonderful. The yes, coming weeks shall be beyond the understanding. We pray yes. the Father open our understanding that we yes. may understand every instruction and direction that you give us. Open our eyes. Let us see you in all your glory. We pray the Father open our ears, O oh God, that yes, we may hear ah, every direction yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray the Father Bless every soul in this meeting and those who are waiting to even join. Bless yes, all of them. We pray yes. the Father bless mm -hmm. every home, bless every family. My God, in this situation of COVID-19, we pray the Father oh. remove fear from the yes. mind of every soul. My yes. God, let your joy, yes. which is yes. our strength, oh God, cover yes. every soul and every family in the yes. mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even those who are infected by the virus, we pray that wherever they are, touch them That's and them. Restore every yes. family. Restore yes. our nation. Yes. Restore the yes. rest yes. of the nation. Thank in you. the mighty name of Jesus. Father, yes. let your peace the pass it all understanding. Keep yes. everybody tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Bless us, oh God, and yes, make us God. Let us apprenticeship reach the yes. entire world. Let us apprenticeship, oh God, impart or yes. affect yes, many, many souls in the yes. mighty name of Jesus. We yes. thank you. And we bless you tonight Hallelujah. in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. 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 Thank you Amen. so much. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Bless everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Frank. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Frank. Amen. Bishop Elder, God bless you. Bye-bye, Pastor Frank. Bye-bye, uh, everyone. God bless, God bless everyone. God bless you. Greetings to all our American brothers. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Pray for us. Pray for us, please. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week, the same time next week. Amen. All right. Bye-bye.
Glory to God. Amen. You attend. Amen. Praise God. And that was every having the knowledge of here, trying to connect this morning for us. Just for the We came to help. Amen. Like, Thank you. You all have a good night. Bye bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.